White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb. Follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and the show is at Locked On Sox. If you want to send us an email, it is LockedOnSox at gmail.com. If you want to send us a voicemail, 312-566-8727 is the way you can do that. 312-566-8727. Without any further ado, here is Chris Tannehill. Chris, how's your evening going? Oh, man, this is a lot later than we expected tonight here, breaking this one down, but it'll be up uh, first thing midnight here as you guys check this out on Thursday morning. Uh, it feels good. Uh, Sox, uh, as they eke out another victory here this one was a lot closer than i thought it would be at the end the Sox win this one 13 to 8 they take the first two games of the series with the minnesota twins they bang out 14 hits while doing it and we are brought to you by locker room download the locker room app from the ios app store and fox sports so hey, yeah did bill walton uh, escape Ooh, that's a good question. Sorry about that, Bill. I think Bill fell asleep. He's still on uh, West Coast time here. He's all thrown off here, and he's getting ready for uh, Pac-12 basketball, I think, still, even in May. The White Sox win. Print the banner. Line up the parade. Michigan Avenue on the Studge Turkle Bridge, Division Street. Let's go. I mean, just my head spinning from that game. So much shit happened in that one. It's uh, hard to keep track. So thank you for keeping Bill Walton in your in your hearts and minds tonight, Herb. Um all right, so uh, where do we begin? It's just a, another fine offensive effort from the White Sox tonight, scoring runs in a multitude of ways, home runs, timely hits, two out hitting, two strike hitting, uh, all encouraging things that we've seen uh, for the better part of a couple weeks here, and it's good to see them continue on tonight. But the big story tonight, I believe, uh, is Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn came into last night's game hitting two fifty seven with an on-base of three sixty one. Slugging 357, good for a 719 OPS, uh, but a 107 OPS plus. So we had talked on the show from time to time about when will that first home run come for old Andrew Vaughn and uh, how ironic on a night that uh, Nelson Cruz got the scoring started for the Twins with his uh, solo shot in the first inning off of Dallas Keuchel. So I'm just sitting there wondering, oh, what could have been if you had Nelson Cruz on this team uh, to, to provide an offensive spark from the DH spot. Uh, but as we know, things uh, had their own uh, plans for the White Sox. So it was interesting that it happened tonight her with Andrew Vaughn, and we'll get to what happened to Andrew Vaughn in his historic evening. Um Frank Menachino spoke today, Herb. You know oh. our, our guy. Hey, how you doing? Frank Menachino. Hey, how you doing? He spoke uh, to the uh, <laughs> yes, over here. Uh, he spoke to the White Sox media today before the game, and he talked about a multitude of things, about some of the things we've been, ta- we've been talking about, about you know just the offensive approach and some of the injuries and guys stepping up and becoming a dynamic offensive ball club. And we had asked several times when – is the home run power going to start to show itself with 
Andrew Vaughn. It's something we had been waiting on, and we saw a little bit of it in the spring. And uh, we, th- we thought it would come sooner rather than later, but finally uh, it, it, it appears it's here. And here's what Frank Menachino, but Frank Menachino, by the way, we talk a lot about him and we, and we have fun with the idea of this, uh, this Frank Menachino uh, avatar figure where he's like, you know, this East Coast guy, no nonsense guy. And he seems to be just that. Um, he's from Staten Island, Herb. Wu-Tang area. Yeah, yeah, Shaolin. And uh, he is actually in the uh, Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. Did you know that, Herb? Did you know? I did not know that. <laughs> he is in the Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but uh, would you care to, to guess who is in the Staten Island uh, Sports Hall of Fame? Any, any clues? The fir- first name that come to mind? Anyone? Bueller? I, I mean, ex- the I only Staten you. Island people I know are firefighters and cops and Colin <laughs> Jost and uh, Pete Davidson. That's it. Yeah, and the Wu-Tang Clan, uh, they're in there as well. Uh, but and my guy Vinny from uh, Jersey Shore. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, no no sp- athletic figures there, um, unless what they do on the Jersey Shore is c- continue to consider it a sport, I suppose, of some of the activities that they're involved in. But uh, Jim Tan Laundry is at a, a varsity sport, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. Um, but some of the notable names here, Herb, before we get into Frank Mankito and what he said today, I found this interesting. The Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. These are all prominent uh, figures from Staten Hold Island. On. I got one. Okay. Paul Laduca. I don't even know if he's from uh, Staten Island, but Paul Laduca. No? Um, you know what? Uh, he is not. That's me searching Paul Laduca in the Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. He is not. Uh, notable names include John Franco, of course, the, the great Mets pitcher who's from there. And they, these guys are all from there, obviously. Uh, Bobby Thompson, the shot heard around the world. Uh, Rich Kotite. NFL head coach for the Jets, uh, and not a good one. Um, Adewale Agunlia in the Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, you remember Wale. He's, uh, mm-hmm. He was on that Bears Super Bowl team. I, we did tons of remotes with him at the score with Lawrence, and uh, I remember getting a mixtape drop from him. He was very cool about it. Uh, and most notably in the Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame, Herb, is Terry Crowley. Oh, <laughs> That's right. But of course. That's right. Terry Crowley's lucky he's in fucking baseball, for Christ's sake. He was released by the Cincinnati Reds. He was released by the fucking goddamn Atlanta Braves. We saw that Terry Crowley could sit on his fucking ass for eight innings and enjoy watching a baseball game just like any other fan and has the ability to get up there and break one open in the fucking ninth. Yeah, so I should say, before we get into uh, Frank Manichino, how you doing here, uh, if, you, if you're listening to the show with any children, I suppose it's too late, um, but please, I, I would consider just... Uh, uh, sitting this one out till we we recap the uh, the week tomorrow, which hopefully will be a White Sox sweep uh, of the Twins, because there's there's a lot of fun stuff, uh, a lot of four letter words being thrown around today. Uh, not you know including uh, Liam Hendricks uh, not having a particularly good time in that ninth inning there. One and two from Hendricks. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. And by the way, Paulo Duca, born in Brooklyn, raised in Glendale, Arizona, though. Ooh, all right. Thank you for that factoid. Uh, you know, so again, Frank Menachino. Let's get we're we're off track here. I'm sorry, I, I've got this thing off track. So Frank Menachino in the Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. He played for the A's and Blue Jays from I believe '98 
to uh, 2004, he was an A, and then a Blue Jay from 04 to 05. And, of course, he became the White Sox hitting coach at the professional level last season. And so he spoke, uh, by the way, Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame, Method Man not in it. Method Man was a phenomenal lacrosse player in his day, but not good enough, apparently, or not didn't play a sport that was worthy enough to be in the Staten Island Sports Hall of Fame. So where is this power? When's it going to come for Andrew Vaughn? Here's what Frank Menachino said about Andrew Vaughn and what he said to him about that power stroke. I told Andrew to hit 300. Don't worry. I don't care if you hit. You don't hit one home run. Hit 300. Work on hitting 300. And if he goes into that where he's going to look to hit 300, everybody wants to see the home run. Everybody wants to see Madrigal hit a home run. I don't want to get excited, but fuck the home run. <laughs> Let's hit 300. And then we'll worry about the other stuff later. Oh, Frank. Now, look here. I don't like that kind of talk. Now, just stop it. It upsets me. Fuck the home run. Oh, such a thing to say, Frank. Um, but, of course, as it would happen, that happened today, Herb. Um, and, and and Frank Minichino, he was very spicy today, and we appreciate his candor. And when he says that about the home run. Fuck the home run. It reminded me, of course, of... Uh, uh, of the Sopranos. Uh, every All roads lead back to the Sopranos for me. There was an episode, Herb, called The Ride. I don't know if you ever got that far when you watched it. Uh, I've watched it twice now. Yeah, it was in the, yeah, so you know, in the, uh, the, the second to last season, the six, they broke the season six up into two parts, but the backdrop of The Ride episode, it's a really good episode, uh, it features the Feast of St. Elzier, and St. Elzier of, of Sabran was sanctified, by the Catholic Church and was most known for his work with the poor uh, in Naples. So in this episode of Sopranos, Pauly Walnuts is in charge of putting together the Feast of St. Alzier. Uh, he goes to the priest whose church mm -hmm. houses the statue of St. Alzier. And uh, the statue is uh, adorned with uh, a gold hat as an accessory. And, you know, the, the story goes that the immigrants in New Jersey in that parish they melted down all their belongings, uh, their their wedding rings and, and jewelry in order to make this extravagant gold hat that the saint would adorn inside of the church. So, uh, you know, Paulie was told by the priest in the, in the parish that, hey, if you want to use the hat for the St. Elzier Festival where they parade the statue around the neighborhood, it'll cost you 50K, a donation to the church. And uh, Paulie did not appreciate that uh, idea whatsoever. So as he's walking out of the church that day, he looks at the statue of St. Elzier and he says, Fuck the hat. <laughs> so that reminded me of a whole Frank Menachino today saying, <laughs> Fuck the home run. Uh, but I just, I love Frank Menachino's <laughs> candor today. And of course, what happens today he talks about it before the game we talked about it on Parkinson Spiegel today and then we take you to this ball game last night here Herb Andrew Vaughn bottom four on a 1-1 offering from J.A. Happ the Sox clinging to a 4-3 lead it seems like a, a month ago <laughs> in terms of we were talking about this ball game but what does Andrew Vaughn do he delivers his first career major league home run Andrew Vaughn clocks this ball left center field, and there is his first major league home run. Bring him home. We felt it coming. There it is. You and I both said it's going to be in the next two days, and it is not going to keep till tomorrow afternoon. I mean, that was a blast. It shows you what kind of power he has. Nobody's going to pay much attention to him, I don't think. I think Lucas is coordinating the effort. 
Yeah, what kind of blast was it there? Uh, 109, 110.9 exit velocity, and he hit it 436 feet into left center. And it's you know one of the traditions in baseball I never tire of is the the silent treatment in the dugout after your first career home run. And of course they had to to power broker the the ball back from a fan who was sitting out there in the bleachers. Uh, I guess Liam Hendricks t- took a point man on that. He was worried about other things and not getting people out in the ninth inning, apparently. But uh, how cool is that tonight, Herb, for Andrew Vaughn to finally get that first home run uh, at a time where we thought it was it was coming as well? Yeah, and it's a very clutch home run. The Sox cling on to a lead, and he gives them a little breathing room there. Um, yeah, we knew it was uh, just moments away. We saw a couple wall scrapers, a couple doubles that maybe looked like home runs, but it's good that he gets that relief. Oh, goodness gracious. Finally, I get that off of my back, and now I can just go and play baseball. I know it wasn't like he wasn't playing baseball before, but now he could just be himself. The home run power that we've been led to believe that he has was evident right there. 430-plus to left center field, man. Kid's got some real pop on, in that bat, and it's finally good to see that he gets that for himself, that he can enjoy that for himself, and that the White Sox also with the silent treatment, like you said, I will never tire of that. That's a tradition that I hope they do that forever. It's just so fun, so cool. The guy's thinking, oh, man, just hit my first home run. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling on top of the world. And he's not thinking that they're going to give him the silent treatment. And I think – Everybody say, man, I just, this is a great time. I'm <laughs> yeah. rounding the bases. And then you see everybody is like, oh, yeah, what's going on? Um, hmm, It's a good game, guys. <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, Andrew hit a home run? Oh, good job. Uh, finally, you bum. And then they go. And, of course, the first person that goes and uh, celebrates with him is the captain. Jose Abreu. That's right, and he had a big night as well, uh, defensively too. Um, but it is funny though; like you, you're so high in that moment, it, you know, after you're rounding the bases. I'm sure Andrew Vaughn's got the music from the Natural playing in his head as the lights are going <laughs> on and off at the ballpark, and he's just like, "That's the that's why it's so damn funny every single time because these guys are always over the moon about hitting their first home run, and they're so happy. And I don't know why they forget all the time that they're not going to get any love when they get back to the dugout, and everyone in the dugout is thinking, "Fuck the home run." Um, you know, but eventually they all come around and it was fun had by all, but just good. Great to see from Andrew Vaughn. Let's keep it rolling, man. Uh, he's, 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 you know, had all types of obstacles thrown in his way, even though he was handed the gig a DH, but then he's forced out to left field and has played a remarkable left field. And even with the early, you know, bench, not benching, but just erratic play, you know, appearances in the lineup is kind of sporadic, uh, just applause to him for how he's handled himself and continue to stay afloat at the major league level um other uh, things of note from the offense tonight which is by far the the story other than that uh, that real shaky bullpen effort there but the Sox did uh, get out to a big enough lead where sometimes those things happen uh four hits tonight from billy hamilton and we have a voicemail about him later yasmani grandal with a home run on back-to-back nights one of the more aesthetically pleasing things on this show is our Twitter constituents pointed out uh, that we enjoy the the bat drop from Yasmani uh, from the left side for another home run. That was great. Uh, Yermin pitched in with another hit tonight. Moncada with two hits. T.A. with two hits. Magical with a hit. Uh, all in all, 13, uh, 14 hits for the White Sox last night as they pound the Minnesota Twins 13-8, to and they look to go for the sweep Later today with Lance Lynn on the bump against Michael Pineda. And boy, does it feel good, Herb. I think this is the ultimate takeaway here. 
it just feels damn good to beat the snot out of the Twins, who now are sitting there 10 games below 500. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, it feels awesome. Like, you know me, I picked them to win this division. I was high on the Twins. I am so glad I'm wrong. The White Sox are showing the Twins that this is their division now. And not just showing them that, they're beating the hell out of them. The first two games, they've pounded the Twins. And Jay Happ came in with a stellar record, a stellar ERA. And the White Sox like, I hope you enjoyed that. We eat versus left-handers. I don't know why your manager and or GM didn't know that when they signed you. We laughed when they signed Jay Happ. I remember the day. And I was like, come on now. Do you know who the White Sox are? And I don't care how much success you had. It's time to get fed. And we did. They did what they have to do against Jay Happ and the Minnesota Twins. I'm just looking forward to sweeping these bitches out of Chicago, <laughs> them being 10 games behind the White Sox. And I know it's mid-May, but these games count and the Twins will be demoralized, leaving uh, Chicago with three games hanging on them and knowing that that monster is coming back to their place next week. Man, and just the play by Donaldson not scoring the run on the double play, Ugh. it ended up not mattering, but Ugh. it always matters, though. Like that type of mentality and the, the lack of hustle and the loafing, like that's kind of symptomatic of what's going on with that entire team right now. In retrospect, it's not a, a huge play, but maybe kind of indicative. You know, you, you saw some of the graphics that I had for yesterday's show. It's some, you know, they were out there in Minnesota with the Fire Rocco sign already, you know. So it's just weird things happening. And, you know, Donaldson certainly didn't do his team any favors, but. You know, when you're not going well, you do stuff like that and it compounds, and that's how you find yourself 10 games under 500 at 12 and 22. Wow. It just yeah. feels, it feels weird to say it. I could not imagine being a Twins fan watching Donaldson hitting that home run last year and then getting kicked out of that big time game versus yes. the White Sox, and they eventually lose that. And then this. And while the White Sox had a big lead, I think the lead was five, seeing him low fit down third base to get to home, knowing the situation. He's a veteran. Yeah, no excuse. Like, he knows that he's got to score that run before that tag is made at second base. That is just ridiculous. I Inexcusable. I don't know if you can bench a veteran like that, but some words have to be said. Something has to be said by Rocco Baldelli to this man. And it's filters through the team if you don't say anything to a veteran like Josh Donaldson, who should know better. If you just let that shit slide. So I expect him to be sitting on the bench when you're listening to this episode. One ten start for the White Sox tomorrow versus the Minnesota Twins. I expect him not to be playing if he's not. If he is ridiculous. This is multiple times versus your main opponent that you're doing something that hurts your team actively. Just garbage. Garbage effort by Josh Donaldson. Absolutely. We'll take a quick time out. On the other side, we're going to get to your voicemails here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Locker Room. Welcome aboard, Locker Room. They're one of our new friends, new sponsors on the show. Locker Room is the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders all in real time. They're perfect if you're going to do a watch party, a debate, a post-game breakdown, or just maybe reacting to the big news of the day. I'm hoping Herb and I will get to get down with the Locker Room app 
during the regular season and you guys can interact with us on there and then maybe even we'll share some of our interactions right here on Locked On White Sox. So all you have to do is download the Locker Room app and best of all, it's free in the iOS app store. All you do is create a profile, link it to your Twitter account and then join your preferred league. And don't forget folks, we want those takes spicy on the Locker Room app, okay? Download the Locker Room app in the iOS app store today. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by rockauto.com. Folks, summer's coming. You better start planning those road trips if you haven't already. I know I've got three or four in mind all ready to go for this summer. But before I go anywhere, I need to make sure that my car is running the way it should. And if I need any parts for my car, I know there's only one place to go, and that's our friends at rockauto.com because there's so many different makes and models of cars these days. It's become impossible to find all the parts that your car is going to need at your traditional chain storefront. You go in these places, and you ask the person behind the counter, and you sit there, and you wait in line, and no one wants to wait in line in a store these days. And they punch up the stock that they have on their computer only in their warehouse only. Why limit yourself to those limited choices when you have access to the most vast library of auto parts online at rockauto.com. Our friends at rockauto.com, they're a family business and they've been serving customers just like you and I online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Rockauto.com's got everything from engine control modules to brake parts and tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com, they're always going to be reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. They're not like these big box chain storefronts. Why spend up to twice as much when you don't have to? Go to rockauto.com and when you go there, please do me a favor. Write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know that your friends at Locked On White Sox sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need only at rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Should we open up the voicemail bag? Let's do it. A lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some. There's another email. I love email. And we love voicemails. We get your instant reaction after the game is, is posted. You guys can call us during the game, before the game, after the game, anytime it strikes you. And uh, if you get to call us within like 20 minutes of the, the game ending, odds are you can get your voicemail heard on the show. And how can they get their voicemails to us, Herb? The number is 312-566-8727. Tanny has come up with a clever way to remember that. Think about Harold Baines, A.J. Brzezinski, Mark Burley, Jorge Orta, Bo Jackson, Carlton Fisk, and Tim Anderson. You'll never forget the number. Absolutely not. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, a lot of the same uh, themes tonight, but people are excited nonetheless. Let's check in with the 630 here. Andrew Vaughn, baby! Finally! <laughs> Joshua Ohio. <laughs> Thank you, Josh from Ohio. My man. Appreciate you. Um, next one here, also from the 630, and also a person not calling from where their area code suggests they're calling from. Let's see who we have here. Hey, guys. It's Brendan in Jersey City. Big fan of what you guys do. <laughs> I'm wondering when you call the this voicemail, dick. why does it ring four or five times when we know it's going straight to voicemail? That seems, uh, I don't know. 
kind of a waste of my time. Oh, shut up. Shut up, Brandon from Jersey City. Uh, By the way, I did change the settings. I figured out someone called while I was doing uh, prep work before the the show started. I figured out how to turn it off so we don't get uh, a ring during the show, uh, unless we want that, which I think eventually we will, but I figured out how to turn that off. So uh, that issue has been rectified, Brandon. Anyways, um, my question is, if you had been the guy to catch Andrew Vaughn's first career home run, which I just turned on my MLB uh, TV app to see, which is awesome, what would you be holding up the White Sox organization to trade that ball? That's what I want to know. Love your guys' show. Can't wait to uh, see you guys in Pittsburgh. Thanks. All right, uh, Brendan in Jersey City, uh, very optimistic that he's going to see us in Pittsburgh. Um, so, Herb, that's a that's a really good question uh, from Brendan in Jersey City. Um, love that guy. Uh, what would you ask for if you're if you're Joe Sox fan and uh, you just caught Andrew Vaughn's home run ball? Would you ask for anything? Would you ask for the moon? Would you ask for them to trade for an outfielder? <laughs> what would you ask for? Strictly one thing: scout seats. One mm-hmm. opportunity to sit in the scout seats is worth it, guys. I've sat there. I've sat there. It's awesome. It's so choice. <laughs> you get food, drinks, anything you want. It's uh awesome experience. If you have the opportunity and the extra, what, $200 to do that, I would say 100% get a scout seat. You can see George Jacobs, too. Ooh, that's not a selling point. That's a huge selling point. You can touch his M and M coat. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, you know that's a really good call. It's something that's easily doable. Um, but I gotta ask for a little bit more than that. You know, there's only one Andrew Vaughn first home run ball, and the Sox have a a, a vast uh, variety of things that they can offer you in return. Things that are just sitting there. Um, Although all the things I would ask for would, would like be either Juan Uribe uh, related, you I know, was thinking it. <laughs> yeah, Juan Uribe, um, or Maybe having left. I've looked for Juan Uribe personal effects at the White Sox charities garage sale. Uh, nothing, nothing doing there. Uh, the best you could do is like a lineup card with his name on there from the Aussie era. Um, but if I couldn't get any of that, I'd have to go back even further and get something from my favorite Sox teams of the '90s, like. You know, I'm really gonna need a you know a pair of cleats from the Deacon, Warren Newsom. You know, some yes. like some like that. You know, uh, a, you know batting gloves from Do It All Joe Hall. You know, stuff like that. Odd stuff that I know they possibly couldn't give me, and uh, until they ultimately they budged and give me a position in the front office or something. A pine tar soaked <laughs> helmet from Craig Garibay. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, a ton of things you could ask for, but I think you know. Um, yeah, that that is a weird one. Like, you know, it's, it's a weird thing when Liam Hendricks or the security guard comes up to you and says, "Hey, uh, we like that ball. What would you like?" And then you ask for like anything from any other player than the player that hit the home run. I think that's kind of weird. Like, I think I would opt for signed stuff from the player who hit the home run, just because like you're forever tied to that that person mm-hmm. in that moment. You know, I I I you know skip the Jose Abreu jersey. I think I'd ask for like a, a Vaughn signed. Uh, bat and jersey i think that would that would be a fun thing to ask for you can display them together and you'll always remember uh that moment what, what, what do you think about that you think that's a good call that's a great idea and then when folks come over to your house and you say hey i got this andrew vaughn signed bat and ball because i caught his first home run exactly how do you how do, you, how do we know this is true like if you go with my idea of the scout seats no one knows that you caught his first <laughs> home run but if you actually have a bat signed and a ball signed maybe even a jersey signed 
that jersey signed. People are like, okay, that's a lot of stuff for just one person. You must have had caught his ball. Yeah, and if I don't get any of the things that I asked for previously, I just asked for an elote cart to be put in my home. Uh, let's get to the next uh, email here, or the next voicemail, I should say, from the seven. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, from the seven seven three. Hey guys, this is Fred from Avondale. I've talked a couple times about things I don't like this year. You know, one thing I really do like beating the shit out of the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> My have a good night, boys. Man, let's go. This is let's wild. go, Fred. This is wild. Uh, I, they have a transcription in the Google uh, you know, voicemail app here, and <laughs> I don't know if you see it, but like they they editorialized, they they opted to put crap instead of shit uh, in the transcription. Like that is that is wild, man. That is AI run amok. Like they were able to not only filter it out find the word, but also edit the word in the transcription. That is wild stuff right there. Like, I get it if they just like put, you know, star, 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 whatever, but they chose to put crap in there. So thank yeah. you, Fred from Avondale. I agree with your sentiment wholeheartedly, as does Herb, I'm sure. iRobot's coming for us. That was filmed in Chicago. That shit is coming for us. It's just the Google start right now, the Google voice start, and now eventually you're going to be held hostage by a robot in your house. All right, let's see who else is checking in on the Locked on White Sox voicemail. Hey, boys, it's Tim from DeKalb. I'm just calling to give it up for the White Sox new leadoff hitter the rest of the way. Hamilton with the four for four. Come on, Tony, got to get the hot bat in the lineup. Sorry, TA. You know, ground into an out. <laughs> oh, Tim and DeKalb. Stop putting it in his head. <laughs> Walk yourself on over to Casey's where it's all good and uh, and get yourself get a slice some, of pizza. Yeah, and, and some rope um, and a pair of shoelaces and something for that massive head injury you have asking for Billy Hamilton to hit leadoff. I'm sure. Maybe that, some stamps too. Yeah, you can get anything at Casey's General Stop Store. Stop on in. It's all good. Uh, Casey's General Store, DeKal. Um, uh, shout and out go to, to the. Go to the Jordan Center, too, after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Air One Wireless. So let's get it on. Um, all right. From the 623 as we wrap it up here on the show. Yeah, Frank Medicino over here. <laughs> hey. uh, so I tell Andrew, uh, you worry about hitting 300. <laughs> Don't fucking worry about the home run. <laughs> so what does he do? He hits the home run. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank you, Frank Menachino checking in. How you doing? Fuck the home run. I appreciate you. Uh, it's a busy night in the Sox clubhouse. That was before the game even ended. That's really a mis misuse of, uh, of your time and resources there, Frank. But we appreciate you checking in nonetheless here. There's a phone right there in the dugout. So you might as well call into the Sox, uh, lockdown Sox uh, post game. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, final one here. Uh, checking in from the 312. Hey, I'm Nick. I'm from the uh, south side of Chicago, uh, as where most Sox fans are. Uh, so I got, I got two questions. You can only answer one. That's fine. Uh, since we won two out of three games of the series, do you think that Tony will sit Jose tomorrow just to get him another day to rest? Because, I mean, especially we saw yesterday, he was not looking too hot. Uh, not, not as play, I mean, he's great. But, I mean, the body's only take so much, especially when you get up there in age. And today, uh, Liam did not have the stuff, especially early on. Um, he allowed the run, the two hits, and I get we're up by six runs. But even then, we're paying Liam Hendricks $40 million over three years. Don't you think his stuff should be a little more polished? Uh, or am I just overreacting? Thanks, guys. 
Um, all right, so that's those are two very fair points there uh, from Nick. You know, as far as Jose Abreu goes, he took kind of a, a, a beating the last couple days. Uh, you know, he was all over the field defensively tonight, you know, trying to make some tough plays up against the netting and just banging around. You know, he just, you know, I, I this is a tough call because I know the Sox play a lot of games in a lot of days, but you're also trying to step on the Twins' throat here. And, you know, they, they need all the power production they can get. This is a tough call. Like, this is where I defer to the captain in this situation. Like, how are you feeling today? Because they've got the doubleheader coming up on Friday. I think maybe mm-hmm. with the Royals in town, I see that as Friday as an opportunity to, to get someone else some at bats in there. How, how would you play that? If put on your put on your uh, grab your grab your drink and put on your Tony Larusa baseball pants and let me know how you'd handle that situation with your team captain Herb. Day game after night game, I'm giving him a rest. Uh, tough pitcher and Michael Pineda too, so I'm giving him a rest. And maybe this is a chance where Tony can get his guy Jake Lamb a run at first base, or if he wants to. Give your um, Mercedes a chance to play first base again, not take him out in the fifth inning. So, yeah, you give your veteran leader a day off after a tough night game, and then he was injured the night before, and then he's ready to go Friday morning versus Brad Keller again, and we want him to be murdering Brad Keller. That's 100% what I need to be happening this year. Brad Keller could not have any breathing room. We got to punish him every time we see him. I want fans to be wearing hard hats with all the the bat flipping that's going to be going on against Brad Keller. I want no, no no fan to feel safe even behind the net that a bat could just be flipped in their general direction. Salute. Uh, as far as Liam Hendricks goes, I'm not particularly worried. They got him in there tonight just to get some work in, so you could tell like he was not going to be incredibly sharp because he hasn't had many save opportunities because of the runs this team's been putting up. It was not a good outing. He did get some command later on as he got warmed up and loose a little bit, and and you heard him earlier. Uh, He was not thrilled with himself. One and two from Hendricks. (laughs) Um, And that's how I was feeling basically from inning six on as that game started to drag out. But, yeah, you know, I'm not not really – he didn't really saw an Australian there. He didn't. He he curses like in the in the, in the standard American dialect, as we learned. Just about. like uh, I always thought that British singers were American because they sing like they're American. Like Philip Collins, that fucked me up when he was like, "Oh, hi, how you doing, Governor?" <laughs> I was like, "Phil Collins from from Genesis from Susu Studio. That guy's English. Ugh, you ruined me." Sorry, it's off track. No, yeah. it's fine. I was just I was thinking of the line uh, from from American Psycho. Do you like Phil Collins? I've been a big Genesis fan ever since the release of their 1980 album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's basically, you know, I'm not concerned about Liam Hendricks. What about you? He just need, he needs to get consistent work, and I think if he's in there tomorrow, especially after getting work today, he should be a little more, uh, I guess, uh, warmed up for for action. Yeah, closer in a non-save situation, sometimes you lose focus. You don't have the same intensity. It's it's human nature. I'm not worried about the guy, even though he has a high ERA and he struggled, and I put those in quotes tonight, he struck out three guys. He struck out the side. I'm fine with him. He'll be fine when he does. When it does matter, I don't think anybody has seen him as yet blow a save for the White Sox where you're like, okay, he should have saved that one. I'm I'm good with him. If he's in the game, I know he's going to get the job done when it's really uh, crunch time. 
All right, we'll take a quick time out and tell you what's coming up tomorrow here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our new friends at Sports Trade. Have you guys heard about Sports Trade? Well, it's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players just like real stocks. Finally, it's a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports and they just added baseball to the platform. So check out Sports Trade today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points of the game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. Two, Good old supply and demand, baby. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. Starting to see how this works here a little bit? When you're ready to buy shares, you pick the penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab that blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com and watch the How It Works video and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. Sports trade, this is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. There's so many things you could bet on each and every day at betonline.ag. It's got all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and even your UFC MMA action. Looking to make a play on this big Chicago-Minnesota series coming up? Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the latest news and odds, and you can sign up for bonuses and contest information. If you're someone who likes to play the Dow, you can bet on what the final digit of the Dow is going to be each and every day, okay? When I tell you they have everything, they have everything. I'm also looking at the hot dog eating contest this year. Joey chestnut right now the over under set at 74 and a half hot dogs for joey chestnut for wednesday june 30th 2021 the hot dog eating contest for this year you want to bet on the new york lottery you can do that you can bet on whether or not the number is going to be odd or even i'm telling you they've got all your betting needs covered here at bet online so don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the postseason head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts and don't forget our promo code locked on at bet online that's promo code locked on for your 50 percent welcome bonus so with a 110 start time today herb uh, this is going to be one we're going to recap and have it posted uh, first thing tomorrow morning i know it's a little later than you guys prefer but it's the end of our work week here on locked on white Sox. we'll recap Sox and twins the finale the white Sox looking for the three-game sweep, and oh, it feels good just to say it. I hope they don't mm-hmm. let up. Do not lo- uh, relent here. Get him a body bag. Yeah, it'll be Lance Lynn going up against Michael Pineda, and we'll recap that, and it'll be posted first thing Friday morning. That's all I got. This is a, an odd, fun one for an odd and fun game we're recapping here today. So uh, that's all I got, Herb. As I don't know what the guy's name is, but my guy out there in 773, yeah, it's always good to stump a mud hole in the twins. Always. 
good. I think we talked about it last night when the Twins were beating our ass and the, the Piranhas and when the Twins were winning two division series a, away from us and just showing us up. Like in 2004, when the some bitches were sliding on our field after they clinched. F the Twins. Every time we get a chance to beat them, stump a mud hole in these people. I'm very happy. We need to go out and do today what they used to do to us and sweep the hell out of them and then go to Minnesota and do the same thing. So I'm so happy the White Sox are doing this to the Twins specifically. And then let's do this first Kansas City for a four-game sweep because fuck them too. They're on my number two shit list. So for Chris Tannehill, at Chris Tannehill, me, Herb Lawrence, at Wall 23 thank you for joining us tonight. And Frank Menachino. Fuck the home run. And our and Frank Menachino, who called on the voicemail, 312-566-8727. Thank you for joining us on this excellent, victorious five games in a row. Locked on White Sox.